Good morning. Hello again, I'm Tom Griffin. In this episode, we're going to take a look at the idea of worldviews. That is, how everyone sees reality and their view of the world and how things work. This is important because everyone has a worldview, whether they admit it or not. And it informs everything we believe about life and the world and affects our behavior and thinking as an underlying assumption for any topic. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for everything you do for us and all our blessings. I pray that all those who need to hear this message will find the truth, believe in you, and maintain that belief for life. For those who don't know you yet, Lord, I pray that you will open their eyes and influence them to become seekers and find the Holy Spirit waiting for them. Please bless this lesson and let your word speak through me that everyone needs to hear. Amen. If we believe in a creator God, we always look at things from that lens. If we do not believe, that non-belief biases our assumptions and limits our answers about some of life's greatest mysteries and questions, such as origins, purpose, morality, and final destiny. In other words, our worldview affects how we think about and understand the most critical questions in life. Specifically, where do we come from? What is our purpose? How do we determine right and wrong? And what happens after we die? Only Christianity, of all possible views of the world, best explains and answers those critical questions. God created us in his image. Our purpose is to know him and make him known. God is the standard of perfect goodness and laid our ability to know right from wrong on our hearts and documented it in his word. And our final destiny is with God in heaven forever when we believe in him. On the other hand, if we're not a believer, we don't know our origin, but probably believe in some kind of evolution and that we are descended from a common ancestor of the apes, although this theory is under strong attack, uh, or at least modification, even from within the so-called atheist scientific community, and we'll talk about that in a future podcast, then we have no purpose in life. And it's basically absurd so we impose our own senses of purpose artificially. And then right or wrong has no standard of correctness. It's just an opinion. And our final destiny, well, it's, it's death and that's it. So what are the main worldviews? All philosophies and religions fall within three major categories. First, theism. That's maybe a best way to say it is that God made all. God is not part of the universe, but is the personal creator of all things. It's like a painting and a painter. God is the painter, but is not part of the painting. Now, this belief includes Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. One caveat here is that Islam does not believe God is personal, but rather that he is unapproachable and that we cannot have a relationship with him. We'll cover that when we discuss Islam. The next category is atheism, which is the definition that there is no God. 
a little more about this. A common neo-atheist claim, or new atheist, is that the definition of atheism is not that there is no God, but that it's a lack of beliefs. That's just not correct. It is and always has been that it is the belief there is no God. But now in some dictionaries, you even begin to see a secondary definition that means you have no beliefs. And this is a modern strategy by non-believers to avert the problem of defending the claim that there is no God. However, you can't just arbitrarily change long-term and commonly understood definitions just to suit your agenda. Clearly, everyone has beliefs. The claim that they lack beliefs, or that it's a lack of belief, is a belief. Certainly, if asked if they believe in God, their answer is no, so they affirm the negative anyway. To claim they do not know or that it's not possible to know is agnosticism, not atheism. And agnostic is unsure whether God exists or not. Now, based on Romans 1, 18 to 23, it's my belief that these passages indicate there are no actual atheists and that everyone knows God exists from creation, but that some suppress the truth in their unrighteousness or the evil in their heart. Of course, many atheists will not admit this, but it's clear from Scripture. They know that God exists, but they willfully deny it because of the evil in their hearts. If, in fact, someone is intellectually sincere that they are unsure if God exists, that is an agnostic. Seemingly, they just need sufficient evidence to become a believer. My experience is that there are not many of those either, and that they are not really open to exploring for the truth, but that they will fight the idea tooth and nail that God exists. Why would someone willfully deny that God exists? Perhaps because they don't want to adhere to anyone else's standard of rules other than their own. They want to live and manage their lives based on their own set of rules. Oftentimes this has to do with lifestyles and more often sex. The next category is pantheism. And another way to say this is that the belief God is all. Pantheists believe in an impersonal God that is the universe and is within the universe. God is the painting. God is everything that exists and in everything that exists. Now, this includes Hinduism and some variations of Buddhism and New Age. In their view, the universe is eternal and did not have a beginning. A few words about this. Because these worldviews contradict each other, they cannot all be true. Either the universe had a beginning or it did not. Either God is one and a personal being, or he is not. We will cover more about basic contradictions shortly in another podcast about basic logic. Further, Christians claim Jesus is God and resurrected. Either that is true or it's not true. But if it is true, then other religions than Christianity cannot be true because they deny it. Now that you see the playing field and the basic rules, how do we determine the truth? Well, we have to examine the evidence and discover which belief 
if any, most corresponds to reality. In addition, the so-called problem with Christianity is that it makes exclusive truth claims about God, Jesus, man, salvation, heaven, and hell. And we call these claims or beliefs doctrine. Christianity stands alone in claims about these critical doctrines that are common to all religions. Only Christianity believes Jesus is God. Only Christianity believes salvation is through grace alone and not works. We'll review a separate issue from Catholicism regarding that part. So they cannot all be true, and the truth is important. So how do we know what truth is, and how do we discover and discern it? Let me just add a few words about so-called atheists. Often they claim they cannot understand how someone could become a Christian without proof and knowledge of everything. But this is a false argument. They do not know everything either, and yet they have made a decision to not believe. Can they prove God does not exist? Have they examined every evidence and argument for God? Likely not, yet they came to a conclusion. This is no different than what some Christians do. You can have sufficient evidence to believe in something without having exhaustive evidence. And we have more than sufficient evidence to believe in God and Christianity. And that is our journey to explore. Join me in the next podcast about truth. Take care, everyone.